Hey, Wrestle fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War Podcast, Episode 64 Big Rig. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War Podcast, Episode 64. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Brett, how are you? I'm good, DJ. How are you? Oh, thanks, pal. Uh, thanks for making fun of me right off the bat. I was going to try and get away with not bringing it up. Uh, I apologize in advance, uh, for, uh, the way I sound. And if I sniffle and cough, uh, we are, we're a few days late, uh, because of the holiday and then because of, uh, my stupid ass getting a cold, uh, from my wife who got it from her family. Uh, and, uh, my stupid ass getting a cold from my wife. Yes. Uh, it's, uh. It is just a cold. Uh, there has been uh, a COVID test at the origin point, uh, so we're all good. It just sucks for me. I had a wonderfully uh, bland and stuffy-headed Sudafed-infused in- New Year's, uh, and uh, so I'm going to sound like this this week, and we're over Skype, so I don't get Brett sick, because I'm going to end this cold's bloodline with me. It's done. That's true. It, it's it ends with you. It ends with me. Uh but other than that, pal, uh, now I'm super self-conscious about the sound of my voice. So other thank- than that, pal. <laughs> so thank you for that. I guess Listen, this is this is your <laughs> if you remember before like Thanksgiving or whatever last year, I was sick as fuck. I don't remember. And we recorded. Oh, that's, that's the only time we ever recorded at my house. Oh, right. I remember recording at your house. Right. Yeah, because I was I was very sick. Yeah. Well, now it's your turn. Well. So, uh, that being said, uh, and I am now super self-conscious about the sound of my voice, uh, and, uh, but I'm glad that that's you, great. I'm glad that you're laughing. I hope other people find it funny because this is going to be a pretty somber episode. Oh, well, bring it down. Why don't you? I, I am. Uh, I was, I was taking bets on if either one of us are going to cry while recording. Um, Man, well, because oh, I, I had, I, this week I did certainly, uh, shed my fair share of tears. Uh, yeah. the, the big news, uh, everybody knows it, uh, is that, uh, Brody Lee, John Huber passed away, uh, after a, a battle with a sudden illness. Um, uh, Luke Harper for WWE fans, for whatever reason you're listening to this show and don't watch AEW. <laughs> <laughs> why i don't know but uh, but you do you um he passed away uh was the day after christmas uh so it was yeah it was uh saturday yeah. um it was saturday night and I, I don't even remember what i was doing i think i might have been watching like the sixers game or something yeah and uh scrolling through twitter and the like the graphic popped up and i'm like First thing I did, like literally first thing, I'm like, okay, is this from a, like a bullshit account? Right. So I clicked on it. Yeah, let me click. I, t- I, t- I tapped my screen. Um, and I was like, well, this certainly is not fake. And uh, it felt like a fucking gut punch. Um, this, it just, ugh, I, I was just disgusted. Yeah. Like, I'm going. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Um, and then I, I, I think I immediately sent it to you. Yeah. Um, and even you were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. It's, um, it was brutal. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I even had, so I have like a, like a group chat with some of my uh, friends that are Sixers fans, and uh, one of them in there was like, hey, man, did you see this? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, I have another group chat with a couple of people I work with. Um, one of them sent it to me like, yo, what, like what happened? Um, you know, and immediately something comes out, your mind goes to the worst place. Right. Um, you know, so yeah. then it was maybe like, I don't know, 20 minutes to a half hour later, I think his wife put up that, um, Instagram post mm-hmm. and she talked about, you know, uh, it was just a, a non COVID related lung issue and, you know, it just, it came on like so fast. It, it's crazy. Um, I think his, his last match and his last time on TV was against Cody back in October. Yep. Um, it's like two months later, he's gone. Like, yeah, they, so Shivani and Aubrey said that the day that he recorded the AEW unrestricted podcast, the day after he ended up in the hospital. Like, oh man, it's yeah. it's just, and I'll tell you what, like, so, I mean, I I work with you know in in the healthcare field, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you, so you are a doctor. I, yes, I yes. Well, thank you for exposing <laughs> me, bro. K K Fabe, brother. Yeah. Um. So when I hear Mayo Clinic, I immediately I go, holy shit, that's serious, right? Like, because that's what the Mayo Clinic is, you know. Anytime right. I hear Mayo Clinic, that's where my mind goes. Just this is very serious. Um, so I was like, "Wow, he went right into the Mayo Clinic! Like, what the fuck, you know?" Yeah. Um, and I know like, she put up some posts throughout the week where they were like, you know, he keeps he would just kept testing negative for COVID test, negative, negative, negative test, to the point where it was almost like they wanted it to test positive. So at least they had somewhere to go, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, man, just, ugh, just a, a, a literal, just gut punch, man. Like my heart sunk when right. I saw that. So this isn't a, a guy that I know. Um, this is a guy that we've both been watching for a very long time. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen him in person a bunch years ago before he went up to the E for in Chikara. Um, he's been a favorite of both of ours for a long time. Yeah, dude, I, uh, like, for sure. <laughs> and he's, you know, uh, he's close friends with friends of ours. Uh, yes. And so I reached out to, to those people pretty immediately. Um, and that, you know, that makes it hurt on a level sort of larger than just a guy I'm a fan of um, and a guy who I'm heartbroken because of his family. And if you knew anything about him, you knew how close he was and how important his family and his kids were to him, um, you know, that sort of stuff. But you know, having even a sideways connection that I have, which isn't really even a connection at all, but knowing that I have very close friends that are hurting because they were very close with him hits me harder. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Um, you know, I mean, immediately my first thought, you know, obviously with his family and his kids and everything, yeah. um, you know, went to some of those people where it's just like, Man, oh, it just fucking sucks so right. bad. And, it's just... Yeah. And not that I want to give it any sort of airtime. You mentioned the, the COVID test after COVID test. 
Uh, unfortunately, his wife has had to come out and battle some truly awful people on the internet, uh, speculating and de- making demands, um, and mostly uh, Mitchell from Pro Wrestling Torch, um, who I don't mind calling out here uh, because that dude sucks. Um, and uh, it's unfortunate that people had to, that so many people then had to address people like him, who couldn't even bother to give the family and friends time to grieve, couldn't even bother to give the company the time to process what was going on, uh, just demanding answers and coming up with speculation and rumors and all that bullshit. And it sucks that that's the world we live in. Uh, it sucks that it becomes this uh, need to know from a uh, quote-unquote journalistic standpoint um, that people need to be transparent about every part of their lives because they entertain you on TV in some way. Uh, that's bullshit reasoning, and uh, it, it, it hurts even more and pisses me off knowing that his wife had to deal with his two young sons and everything that was going on, and then just all these people on social media demanding answers and making shit up. It's really stupid and terrible. Um, yeah, I I try not to even give that shit attention, honestly. Right. Like, I, I saw what was happening. I, I saw, you know, people kind of cutting it off at the head when when it was happening yep so i was like you know what man i don't even want to give any of my time to that um i don't even want to give any of my time to people on the internet at right. that point i was just like fuck like you know you started seeing obviously every tribute come in right from i feel like every walk of wrestling everybody and uh you know i i literally not a negative thing nope not not, not one, one negative thing no. and that that just was like holy shit you know just it kind of hits even harder when it's like no like the world lost just a genuine great human being um and it just it sucks because you know a lot of people kind of said okay he was an AEW and he hit his absolute stride and you know, I've listened to a couple stories where after the Cody match where he won the TNT title, like he went back and told him, like, thank you. Like, this is the best night of my career. Yeah. Um, You know, where he was never given that chance when he was in WWE. It was like, uh, should we? No, we won't. Uh, should we? No, let's not. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll go see. Oh, never mind. Let's just put him back with Rowan. Right. Um, Where, like, he took a big gamble leaving there. You know, they offered him a lot of money to stay. Yeah, lots left, and he, lots and lots of money to stay. He left a lot of money on the um, table. You know, but he was just that type of guy where it's like, okay, I made my money. I know I can go work elsewhere. Right. And he did, and he was absolutely just knocking it out of the park ever since he showed up. You know, I listened to some stuff with, like, uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, and they were like, yeah, that guy basically saved our careers here because at that point, we were on a per appearance deal and Brody would be there tapings and they'd say, Oh, do you, do you want silver and Reynolds here? And he goes, yeah. He goes, if I'm here, they're here, you right. know? And like just helping them with everything. I mean, I, you know, I know it's been a week and you can go find a lot of stuff for yourself at this point, but, um, you know, like listen, I listened to, uh, Jericho's podcast today cause he had on a bunch of people and from AEW. Okay. Um, you know, just putting just putting Brody over like um Arn Anderson was 
just so like he's like that was my guy like yeah. that was my guy you know um he's like I, he's like i don't call him harper he goes that's brody to me because i knew who he was i knew what he was capable of and mm-hmm. you know just like close connections with with him and you know i i even watched a wwe tribute video and uh like Jason Jordan of all people is just like, yeah, Brody held my daughter, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it just seems like everybody had something. Right. Well, with even, him, you know, even uh, Brody King put out a thing and he was like, you know, I've never met him, but I, but I took my, I took Brody because of him and Bruiser Brody. He's yeah, like these, you absolutely. know, and it's just the, the impact that he had is insane. And, you know, he had, he was in a good position for the last decade. I mean, he he should have been better off in WWE. He was definitely better than a like less than a month long run with the IC title. Um, you know, he had a bunch of tag title runs. They were over the Bray Wyatt, the Wyatt family stuff when they first came out were oh, dude. hot. <laughs> it um, was an, it was like actually insane, right? How over they were and. They he said on the AW Unrestricted podcast about how Vince couldn't see him for anything other than a hillbilly because he had a big old beard, and that he he would talk to Vince about you know like I'm educated I can talk I'm eloquent and Vince Vince couldn't see past the big beard, um, which is a Vince problem right that's Vince gets that sort of stuck in a rut and that's you know where he is and where unfortunately where you get stuck so that was one of the reasons why he left and. Uh, you know, he really was coming into his own and, you know, he was 41, um, which is super young. And I was thinking the other day and I had tweeted about it, but like just sort of thinking about wrestlers and watching my favorite wrestlers and thinking like how many of them didn't come into their absolute prime until their late thirties and early forties Absolutely, uh, is an insane thing. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Terry Funk to me didn't hit his stride until he was middle-aged and crazy. Yeah, um, Tenru. We talk about Tenru all the time. Tenru didn't yeah. have didn't have his legendary run until he was already in his forties. Um, it's it's really really awful that uh, he's gone this early, and you know it's great that he left such an impact. And in the wrestling world, and people say it all the time, it's almost like a cliche, but like in the wrestling world, if nobody has anything bad to say about you. Uh, that's that's a very very rare occurrence even the, even the ones who are mostly clean have something and brody doesn't seem yeah to. absolutely uh and so many of these wrestlers talking about him and their impact have put him in there you know the the five if, if you walk out of this business with five true friends you're lucky so many people put him on their list so many people had great stories uh just a, a, across all the companies everywhere he's ever worked and uh, it's it really is it's a heartbreaking thing that that shook the world of professional wrestling, um, and you know even sort of you know to, not that this matters in like a jokey extent uh, maybe retweet some people I'd never thought I'd retweet because of the the nice poignant intelligent things they have said uh, in the in the days after his passing. Yeah, man. Um... I know, like, I was listening to Jericho's podcast, and the FTR guys were on, and... That's exactly who I was talking about. about. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Well, I was talking to... Well, they were... And and you brought it up about Vince wanting to be Southern, Mm -hmm. and they brought it up on there. They said, yeah, Vince wanted Harper, a guy from Rochester, New York, to, like, talk Southern. 
But then there was guys like us who were actually were from the South and he didn't want us to talk that way. Right. And we were just like, what the hell? Like, you know, like how, what's going on here? Um, and, uh, yeah, I would definitely go out of your way. Listen, there's a lot of good stories on that one. Yeah. Um, I'll say, man, Joe on at odds this week, we had a very, uh, very nice tribute to him. I, yeah. I was, it was very, very well done, Joe. Um, I uh, I didn't listen yet. Uh, being being sick, I haven't gotten around to it. But uh, plus, maybe a little little hesitant because I know what uh, I I had a feeling there was going to be some impactful things on that show. So it's going to be a little it's tough. But yeah, um, Tim and Marcus over on Final Wrestling Place, yeah. like they were getting ready to record last Saturday, and the news dropped. Wow. And yeah, I mean they did a very nice tribute as well. So. Um, you know, definitely check those dudes out and the word, the nice words they had to say. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just, uh, like I said, fucking gut punch. I, it just, it is ugh, just absolutely just sick to my stomach over it. Um, it's just, ugh, it, it's awful. Uh, it, yep. it, it makes like, I'll, like, you know, thinking about us doing the show this week, I was already, I was kind of like when the news hit, I was just, man, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about other than this, you know? Right. right. I like, like does it, And, and we, even after watching that show Wednesday night that AEW did and yeah. just how just perfect and touching that it was and genuinely heartfelt. Yeah. And, uh, even like snuck in some stuff to make you laugh, you know, after, after that, I'm like, how, how do and I even texted you? Yeah. How do I even watch NXT? Like how? I, I don't. I. It's just like none of this seems important at that point. You know, right. it's just like right. I, I don't care what could have been on afterwards. I would have been like I just don't. It doesn't matter. Right. right now. Which spoiler alert for the rest of this show? Um, NXT is going to be a very brief cover because I, I'll say it right now. I didn't pay much attention. Um, both of us watched AEW first. Uh, and you know Brody was a guy that I, both of us would always watch no matter what he was involved in. Yeah. He was one of those guys. Um, and so after that, what that AEW show was, which was honestly nothing short of a perfect uh, tribute it, it and was, wrestling it was show. Perfect. And yep, it was like perfect. Uh, sort of a, a wake uh, for a man, a celebration of this man. Um, sort of the thing that like, you know, people will say all the time, uh, you know, when I die, celebrate, don't, don't cry, laugh, have fun at my funeral, talk about the good times, don't dwell on the sadness. And this show was a balance of everything, and uh, it was perfect. So, you know, uh, when we get to NXT, you're you're getting a bare bones recap because <laughs> uh, I was just not emotionally available for NXT. <laughs> no, it, I and just I I had no interest. Part of me thinks that NXT knew that. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe it was taped, and they just decided to do a show that wasn't super interesting. Um, I don't know because I don't keep track of that schedule. But uh, yeah. but the AEW show we're going to talk about in a second uh, was great, and even this is going to be a little, maybe a little different than we normally <laughs> cover these things. Um, this is a bigger event. This is, uh, you know, even when we were watching it, like uh, I didn't tweet. Uh, I just retweeted things, other things that people were saying about them in clips from the show. Like I don't, I I want didn't want to steal anything. Uh, not that we have a footprint at all, but I didn't want to steal anything from the tribute to Brody. I didn't want I didn't want our name attached to it like we were doing anything special. That night was about Brody, that about that AEW show. 
Um, I think that uh, people online were upset about WWE not coming out with a tribute. Uh, I think they did the right thing by not showing it and releasing it until after AEW was done. That was where he worked. That was where his family was. Let them grieve. Let them celebrate first. Then they can go out and do their thing. Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll be honest. I agree with you. Like I know yeah. a lot of people were were real pissed off about real it. Mad. About about Raw. Like I guess they only had like the graphic up. Right. Um, Drew McIntyre said like just you know the yeah 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 it's Monday you know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, like Xavier Woods had the Brody armband hit the clothesline and everything. Right. Um, Kofi had it written but, on his hands. Yeah, yeah, but but I I I do tend to agree with you there. Like, um. Let AEW right. do it. Let them don't don't step on their toes. That's where right. he worked. That's where his family don't, was. His his family yeah, has to be first. Yeah, that's the way it yeah, is. Yeah, let and I and I totally I agree with that. I, listen, it, this isn't like a me like, hey guys, WWE's not that bad. It, it's just a right from a from my like mindset. It would have been kind of what I hope theirs was, right. which was let AEW let them do this. Let right. It's it's their guy. Yes, he was here for a lot of years. Yes, he has a lot of friends and family here. But you know what? Let them let them take care of this. Right. So again, and, and in the case of the WWE, a broken clock is right twice a day. This is one of the times for them. Uh, and I I'm not I'm not gonna give them credit or congratulate them on making a proper decision. But I also and I get emotions running high. You want to see it as quick as possible because you're expecting WWE to be terrible. Um, but I think they did the right thing and letting AEW do this and the right way, the emotional way, the heartbreaking way is, you know, that's what, that's where he was. That's what mattered. You know, it's, it's about his family now. It's not about your ability to sort of memorialize him. It's about taking care of his family first. Yeah. And, and I, I 100% agree with you on that. So, um, before we like get into dynamite or anything like that, Mm -hmm. um, which again, I, I, it's not going to be like our normal recap or anything like that. Right. Um, is there any, like from a wrestling standpoint, are there any matches that you would tell people to to watch involving, uh, Brody? Sure. And I think we'll, you and I will probably overlap a little. Um, but I had reached out to Joe because I've talked about it on this show before. There was a match that I saw with Brody live. It was, it was right. We knew he was leaving. We knew he was going to the E and, and I was there for it and I saw it live. I and, could, I, and I was like, I can tell you the last time you and I saw him. I know the last time you and I saw him okay. and I don't think it was that match. Cause I went back and tried to watch. I went on to IWTV, Jerry's internet wrestling okay. emporium. And I looked and the last time we saw him was against jigsaw and Redding. Was it in Reading or was it in Bethlehem? It was in Reading. It was in that weird building in Reading where I lost my car that one time. Um, okay. And that's a whole other story. It's for another a time. whole other story. <laughs> but uh, and you could see us back row sitting hard, hard cam. And it's that match, but I, that wasn't the match, and I could not remember for the life of me for what it was. But it is still a really good match. Him versus Jigsaw from. Early 2011. Now, was this Chikara or was this wrestling as fun? It was Chikara. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember we went to a show where it was in wrestling. I think it was wrestling as fun where he showed up too. Okay. Maybe I'll have to look at that. 
And that was one of the last times I remember seeing him. Oh, on the maybe that was the, maybe that was one of them. Then I wonder. I don't even know if he had a match. I remember yeah. he big booted somebody. Okay. I remember. Yeah, so. I remember telling Joe after the show that Brody looked like Shawn Michaels. Like he was so hot in that match and did so many things and everything was so crisp. Dude, you said that and literally it clicked in my head. I I remember exactly where that was. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> but I I don't remember the match. <laughs> I can't tell I, you what no, it is. I, but I remember you saying that to Joe because we were out to eat afterwards. Right. Right. So. <laughs> yep. I remember that. <laughs> uh. So that's that one is really good. Also, um, his last match in Chikara against Eddie Kingston. Yep. is a killer of a match. I think that's universally agreed upon. And then uh, I'll just I'll give you three, and they might even have been your three. Um, the last one is him versus Takayama. Okay. Uh, just because to see Brody on that stage wrestling that guy uh, is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, that wasn't on my list, but okay. I know – you and I were, you know, as soon as he left WWE, our first instantaneous thought was, oh, my God, I can't wait to see him in New Japan. Right. <laughs> like, I cannot wait. He is going to be the next bruiser Brody over there if he wants to be. Um, he could do anything he wants to do over there. And right. you and I were so excited for it. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was not on my list. Okay. Um, one of one of the matches I think that people should definitely go back and watch is from uh, Elimination Chamber in 2014, the Wyatts versus the Shield. Okay. Um, it's kind of cool to recognize, like, okay, these six guys are on their way up. They're not main event yet. They're stables. Mm -hmm. They're on their way up, and they just fucking went for it. And uh, Harper, well, Harper at the time, him and Rollins, they, like, some of the stuff they did in that match were so goddamn good. Yeah. Um, so that, definitely go out of your way to watch. I, I think it's one of the best six-man tags ever. Um, another one was uh, from Chikara Style and Substance in 2008. Mm -hmm. Brody versus Claudio in the cage match. Yep. Um. That, that was the first cage match in Jakarta history. Um, Joe's on the call on that one. It's such a good match. Um, and, I, and I love it, too, because when I was listening to Jericho's podcast, Bryce was on there momentarily. Mm -hmm. And um, like he said, you know, oh, Chikara, it was like a bunch of like nerds pretend to be luchadors or whatever. And he goes, and then in comes Brody. And it's just like, no, this guy can kick your ass. Like, right. He just he felt so much different when he was big rig, you know. Yeah. Um, so that match, I would definitely, definitely go out of your way. I know it's on. I know it's on YouTube. Um, and then honestly, dude, I'll give love to his AEW stuff. Him and Cody in the in the dog collar match. It was really good. Yep. That match is so damn good, and we all like we say on here, you know, and I think it's general how hard those types of matches are to pull off. Yeah. Um. And God, it is so good. And just knowing, like, that was his his swan song, you know? Yeah. Um, makes it a little bit more special. And, uh, yeah, I I think it's, it's good because my three anyway, because it encapsulates him on the indies because he was, like, nothing else at the time. 
him and WWE as part of the Wyatt's again, Wyatt Shield, like that was such like uh like, whoa, this is amazing, you know? Yeah. And then him in AEW when he finally got that chance to take the ball and run with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, definitely I would I would go out of your way to watch those. Yeah, he uh I mean just a, such a great career, a really great matches in just about everything that he's ever done. So it's worth worth searching that stuff out. Yeah, man. It uh again, it, it fucking sucks, you know. But yeah. uh, uh I'll just say this week I, I definitely gained a lot of respect for people in AEW. Right. And um good on them for a lot of things that they're doing for the family. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but let's, you want to get into the show? Let's talk about the, yeah, the tribute that they yeah, put on for him. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, again, I don't think we're going to hit everything. We'll, you know, um, I mean, my God, 10 seconds into the show, I was fucking a blubbering mess. Right, me too. Um, as soon as I saw the kids, man, that just, yeah, right. you know, seeing the little Nolan dressed as Brody, like, uh-huh. Oh my God. It's just, it's tough, man. Yeah. That's sh- like yep. tribute shows like always get me. And mm-hmm. of course, cause it's fucking sad. Um, but yeah, as soon as I saw the kids, I was like, Nope, that's it. I, 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 I'm done. You know, instantly 10 seconds and done. Um, I'll tell you what, man, uh, good on, uh, just overall good on Tony Khan for the choices that he decided to do right that night i thought it was all the matches were fun and so um, they reported that he stayed up and completely changed the show because this was supposed to be the new year's whatever yeah it was supposed to be night one of their new year's special yeah and he um, he stayed up all night rewrote the show and they pushed everything back which was a really really nice smart thing to do um you know yeah it, it, it certainly was um you know seeing like cabana coming out like crying just ugh. right it's tough, it's tough shit man but um i love that every member of the dark order won right. that night yep it, it just was like the perfect touch because you know the whole premise of dark order was oh he wants to bring these guys up to where they win and every single one won right and it was it just was like it was all feel good stuff um nothing bad at all um the stuff with MJF and Brody Jr. was just so good. It was excellent. Yep. Um, oh, man, when he when Brody Jr. came to him, he uh-huh. looked like he was just like having the time of his life. You know right. what I mean? Like, and, th- and that's the thing. Just... Putting a smile on that kid's face is the most important thing in the world. Uh, you know, his his world his it has collapsed around him, and to be able to give him. Uh, just a few moments of laughter and like not to forget, but not have to live in the sadness for that, that two hours is such a great thing. Yeah, dude. Like when, like, I don't know, just the image of him like laughing and sticking his tongue out. I was like, man, that made me so happy. Right. You know what I mean? Like just knowing like, Hey, this kid gets to escape for a little bit. Right. Um, And I, there was one thing I noticed where I was like, very nice. So the first match, him and Alan Angels, they were on, like, the heel side of Uh the barricade. Yeah. After that, like, they switched them over to the face side. I was like, yo. I was like, it's so small, but it's so, like, like, this is nice. You know what I mean? Right. Um, 
again, because who knows with people on the internet would be like, oh, why were they on the bad guys? Like, guys, right. it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, people... Truthfully, it doesn't matter. Right. People but, were complaining like, about the kid... The, people were complaining about Brody Jr. like laughing. Like, why, you know, why would he be like that? So people are just heartless. Yeah, people, I, the older I get, the more I hate them. Right. Um, um, but so for but, me, uh, what I, I, I thought Colt Cabana looked great. Um, I oh, mean, he, looked, he looked like a know, star, dude. Like, Cabana is a very good wrestler and has been for a long time. Um, but I think even admittedly, his role in AEW isn't to be sort of in the forefront, sort of. No. You know, his role is just be a player. And he looked great in that opening match. Um was just the the whole match was really good. every match was really good a ton of fun very respectful the first thing on this show that really popped me big was the uh the sneak attack big boot in the Archer Uno and Stu Grayson versus Kington and Butcher and Blade yeah yep <laughs> so you know that match did continue the what their storyline because of Archer with Kingston and Butcher and Blade but there's a very famous, it's been gift a million and a half times of Brody big booting somebody in Chikara when he was getting checked yeah, by the was, ref. Yeah, it, uh, it was Tim Donst. It was it Donst? Okay, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and they redid it with Uno giving it to Kingston, and Kingston and Brody were very close. Uh, yeah. Kingston was the man I was the most worried about walking out to the ring because I was like, if Kingston's crying, I'm going to cry. Yep. yep. <laughs> you know, because that dude connects – uh, again, friends of friends, but that dude, the, what he does in the wrestling ring connects to me on an emotional level. So I am just, I'm keyed in on that guy when he comes out. So to see that spot, that popped me. That was a great tribute. And maybe the casual fan wouldn't get it, but like those who know, know. And it was a great, a great spot. Um, and then not necessarily linked to Brody, but Jake being able doing a short arm. I think that's Jake's little tribute because Jake was tweeting about Brody a lot. Um, you know, was reminding people to tune in cause you didn't want to miss it. And you know, Jake yeah. was, Jake Roberts was very much like we lost a brother. We have to pay tribute to him, you know, this and that. And I think Jake getting involved is Jake's little wink and a nod at like, uh, you know, this is for you kid. Yeah. Uh, dude, when he grabbed King, I was I like gasped. I was like, oh, right. No, there's no way. And then logic said, and I was like, no, he can't do a DDT. Like he'll, no, he'll hurt himself real bad. Right. Man, the, the short arm, like, Oh, it was so nice. Right. And like with Jake, like I, it, it, it gives me chills and it's, it's not the, maybe a, a right way to think about anything, but like Jake probably feels that he shouldn't be here. Uh, you know, Jake's openly said that, right? You he's know? <laughs> very, he's very aware of the fact that he he made it through some stuff that he probably shouldn't have, and has gotten way more chances than he yeah should have. And you know, for the last bunch of years, he's been making good on them. So to have a guy like that involved in this company, and then to lose someone so suddenly, uh, probably hits Jake in a way that he can't process fully because you know everybody has that guilt and that that why am I here and he's not kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So Jake's another one of those guys that we followed emotionally for a long time. Oh, my God, so, yeah, for, forever. Um, yeah. You know, even Har um, Archer coming out dressed up like as like right. like the Harper days and stuff. Yep. Like that was nice. Um, I watched like the, the post show afterwards with Shivani and mm -hmm. he interviewed Archer and Archer was just like, I'm so proud to be a part of this company. And he's yeah. like, 
if I never wrestle another match, like I'm, I'm okay with it after tonight. Wow. Like he, that's how, how proud he is like of AEW and, and, you know, I was like, wow, man, like that says a lot, you know, like he hasn't been there that long. No. You know, like, and for him to say that dude, like, man, that that really does sink in. Um, but yeah, man, I just, like, like I said, the MJF stuff was just, oh man, it was so good. Like, cause you knew, you knew MJF was like, okay, like I'm, I'm not breaking who i am you know right like even afterwards on twitter like you tweeted out like fuck that kid or something Uh-oh. you know like and people are hot the, about it people are hot oh man like <laughs> yeah are they really they like are man, yep come on we're <laughs> hot about it um yeah though i the the testimonials like backstage and stuff um right dude bryce, bryce. killed yep. me all the way yep right because bryce is one of those guys where it's like man here's another one who might be too good for this world you know right um and, we've and... Been, he's another guy we've been at you know following forever us being able being in the northeast being able to go to chikara shows you know we've seen bryce since day one like so yeah. so you know when when aw happened like bryce was one of the guys where i was like he's a must like if you, if aw yeah. doesn't take him they're dumb like this is a dude that deserves to be in a referee in a big company on the top of where he can be. So, yeah. you know, and knowing, you know, he, him having that such a history with Brody and talking about being able to reconnect with him. Um, it, uh, yeah, that one, that one hurt too. Yeah, dude. Um, the Kingston one was, was definitely my, he, he definitely said the, the best right. words in my opinion, which again, shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he just, he put it, put it spot on for the kids, and uh, yeah, man, it was a fucking tough uh, night. Did you ever see? This isn't from the show, but did you ever see the shoot interview that that Brody did with Kingston interviewing him? Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I watched that like pieces of it again, and one of the funniest things, and everybody talks about how Brody was like a shit stirrer and would just to get the boys yep. to pop, he would like just joke around and had this infectious laugh. And one of the first questions Kingston asked him in that shooting review is, who do you have heat with? And Brody says, Kevin Nash. And Kingston's <laughs> like, what? And he's like, yep. we're going to talk. And he's like, no, I'm only kidding. He's like, oh, he's like, I thought you really had heat with, with Kev. Like, what? <laughs> like this was gonna, about to get interesting. He's like, no, I don't have heat with anybody. But, like, oh, it's it just such a good, like, just able to pop Kingston right off, right out with that. That's yeah. a good thing to look for, too. They put that up. Uh, I think Smart Mark put it up or they put it up on IWTV. Um, in in full there too. That's a good thing to watch for them too. Um, yeah, absolutely. In that in that uh, Hangman and uh, Raw Dog, the Beaver Boys match. Oh man, um, we didn't even get to that. Yeah. So that I mean that's the MJF match, but uh, or, well, yeah, with uh John Silver a wreck, and John Silver's been very vocal talking about how Brody has helped him and given him confidence and gave him ring gear to help him make look better and had like his jacket hemmed so silver can yeah. wear it to look like a star like silver's a star and you know we've been saying that for a while other people have been saying it for a while um but brody really helped make that happen and he is just starting to come in like these last bunch of weeks unfortunately in brody's absence which we didn't know 
like the reason why we were just you know initially was that he was he got beat up in that Cody match and he was just nursing injuries. Um, Silver's really come on with the Johnny Hungy and all the backstage, the BTE stuff, and all that. Like he, they've been focusing on John Silver because he's great, and to hear him talk about Brody and then to see him come out and just tears in his eyes, and then post match collapse into. Uh, the the surprise appearance of uh, what they call him Eric Redbeard, um, yeah. Rowan showing up, uh, which was a great moment. That popped me. That, oh, dude, I gasped. That was, yep, like, yep, same. Because those guys are forever linked in wrestling. You know, good or yeah, bad. Forever. Uh, I'm was never a huge Rowan guy. Um, but together they were fun. You know, like I think they. You know, unfortunately they looked alike, so they got lumped together. Um, but Bludgeon Brothers was fun. Like, they made the most fun out of it. Um, and uh, to see him come out, I gasped. And then he held up that sign that said, like, see you down the road. Yeah. Uh, and, like, that was just so emotional. And then Silver, like, literally collapsed in the ring having to get picked up. Like, this was uh, this was an, um, an emotional match. Um, the Probably the most emotional thing on the show and the best thing on this show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this it, was it a was, good match too. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a good match. Um, so to be in that emotional state, uh, that upset, that just devastated, and to still put on a good wrestling match with that much meaning and have that much other stuff go on and have it have it really work, um, is is a testament to how good the guys in this match are. Yeah, like, I, I think it was, uh, I saw, like, uh, Enzo tweet out, he's like, I, he's like, I haven't watched wrestling in a real long time, mm-hmm. but he's like, holy fuck, John Silver, like, right, like, wow, you know, yep. like, that was incredible. Right, and um, it was cool to see WWE guys, I know, uh, Ziggler tweeted, like, I don't watch wrestling on Wednesdays, but I am tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and even, yeah, and I mean, we'll get to it at the end, but, like, the tribute stuff, they were using WWE clips, which that was perfect. I know they had to clear. Like they had to, Tony Khan had to make a phone call. See though, I don't, I don't know because it was just pictures. It yeah. wasn't like you know, it wasn't like any WWE owned property. It was all personal pictures. Um, yeah, but would you risk it with which, with Vince use it, having yeah, pictures of other fuck stars? It, why not? I'd make a phone yeah, call. Yeah, because I honestly, dude, I wouldn't because yeah. like, okay, like if Vince actually did something like. Who and who in their right mind would support that company after after that? You yeah. know what I mean? That's like true. like I, I yeah I would because if man if anything ever legal happened because of that I sure I certainly would be done. Yeah, be like, that's nope, true. No more, can't do this anymore. Like, yeah, it sucks, but I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, the the ending. Well, not even that yet, but um, yeah. like the the Brody Lee. Man, I'm getting so far ahead of myself. I'm you just are. thinking of like all the shit that happened that night. Uh-huh. Um, like Anna Jay, like basically crying through spots. Right. So I'm like, fuck. Yep. Like it's so hard. And like when I saw that, it, it honestly like made me think. I'm like, man, like, like it's such like a like a great thing and a great like tribute to Brody. I fucking hate th- that this is happening. Right. Like I hate that this show has to. Have has to happen because like I don't know I, I just still try to I guess like try to look at like the human side of it where I'm like man like this fucking sucks for these people so much you know right. yeah like like and they're gutting it out and like all my respect in the world to everybody 
on that show that night. But it's like, man, like it sucks that this is the way that this has to happen almost. Right. Um, which immediately makes me think of like the night after Owen, you know, like yeah. how even right. even even the night of Owen, like how the fuck was that not right? Canceled? How do you I just yeah. I, I how like again, respect to the people that are doing it. But it's like, fuck, man, that's tough. Right. Um. Yeah. The main event with like the Brody's dream match or whatever mm-hmm. for Brody Jr.'s dream match because Cody, OC, and uh, Tenor's three favorite wrestlers. Yep. Um, I, was, I was like, yo, that's cool. Team Taz was perfect to like play into the foil. Yeah. Um, Ricky Starks, again, super respect to that dude. He did mm-hmm. like the Dark Order hand symbol. Right. And he went over before the match and he gave Brody Jr. his like necklace. Yeah, right. Which I was like, man, like that's awesome um but yeah like seeing like you know the the faces win and then like the post-match stuff and then like darby and sting coming out Uh like oh my god you know they they advanced some story not they didn't overbear it but they still moved things along but in a in a good way in a respectful way Um, respectful way that's the one thing that got me mad while we were watched while i was watching it was the Britt baker promo she came out and like was cutting this heel promo, and I was like, "Oh, this feels so out of place." And then right at the end, she's talking about everything being rigged. That you know, all this stuff was rigged, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this is such a a weird like take on a current event like nonsense thing. And then at the end, she was like, "That's right. This whole thing is just one big rig." And I was like, "Oh, all right. Uh huh. I get it. Yep. That's good. <laughs> good. I get it. You yeah. brought it around." And, you know, like that was, that was a nice thing. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I wish there wasn't a commercial break in the main event. Um, but I didn't, yeah. I, I, I didn't think that they were going to have the last 15 minutes of the show, uh, sectioned off for what they were doing. <laughs> I didn't expect that yeah, at I all. Didn't either. Uh, so like, I was like, oh, they're giving this, like this main event a lot of time. There's probably going to be a lot of schmas and a lot of tributes and all that. Um, and it ended with about 15 minutes because then they did the, uh, the Brody tribute, which, uh, was, was beautiful and, uh, just absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, well, to put a bow on it, um, like the end of that, the main event, like seeing like the five good guys standing together, like, I don't know. I just was like, that's like a good, like a feel good thing, you know? Yeah. Like I, I thought that was like a pretty cool, Hey, like let's let the last wrestling image we have or the good guys standing together, you know, right. I, I like that a lot. Um, yeah. The, the ending with, um, Tony Khan and Cody and 10 and, uh, you know, his wife and Brody jr. Coming out in that video. Oh my God. Yeah. Like yeah. And we're, put, we're putting the boots in the ring. Um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, is tough. Yeah, and uh, like Tony Khan was like, "Yeah, I bought that Tom Waits song to yep. to never, yeah. like, so this tribute never goes away." I was yep. like, "Holy shit, man! Like, that's just ultimate good guy to me." You know what I right. mean? That Listen, just shows. Yeah. That's just a that's a good guy. He's he's a billionaire, and uh, I I will never step up to defend billionaires uh, in normal circumstances, but. Uh, buying yeah. buying old fifty five in perpetuity uh, to keep that up uh, on the internet forever in one way or the other uh, is uh, amazing 
and the absolute right thing to do that he did not have to do. Um, and it's a great song. It's a fitting song. And the fact that it will be linked with Brody forever is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and seeing like all the pictures of over the years of Brody. Yeah. You know, doesn't matter what company he was in or the people that he was with, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty cool to see that. Um, and then, you know, they gave the TNT title to uh, Brody Jr. And they're like, well, this belt's done. You know, this design of the belt is done. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tony announced like on the after show, like, yeah, that title, like it's going to be a new title. Um, that's that belt design's forever done. So um, I thought that was a nice touch. Um, so did you see what they put on uh, YouTube, like what happened after the show? I did not. No. So what they did, uh, they did like a little five minute um like afterwards, like it's like a five minute long thing where um, Brody Jr. You could tell like finally mm-hmm. he kind of like I don't know if he let his guard down a little bit, but it just he was definitely overcome with yeah. emotion. It was like in um, in ring still or yeah they were yeah. still in the ring. Okay, um, you know like he kind of like collapsed into like his mom's arms and mm-hmm. uh, like collapsed into Tony Khan's arms and Cody mm-hmm. and uh, yeah man it was just. It was tough to watch. It was, it, it was almost like an eight, like an eight-year-old boy realizing, like, all right, right. you know, like, uh, right, my my dad's not here, and uh, yeah, it was. I'll tell, dude, like, I watched it. I was like, just a bubbling mess. Like, yeah. um, you know, gave gave like some some personal flashbacks a little bit. So sure, it was kind of yeah. It was. Uh, I know what it's like, so yeah. uh, it's uh, it's tough, man. And for for the support system that they're giving that kid, like, th- thank God. Um, right. You know, like I saw there was like a New Year's Eve party or whatever, and he's like wrestling top flight and stuff. That's funny. Um, and then I saw him like having like a little match with Adam Cole. Oh, really? That was That's re- funny. Yeah, nice. yeah, which I thought was real nice. You know. Yeah. Um, well, so they like, si- they signed him to a contract. We didn't really talk about that. No, uh, no. The, you know, AEW did sign him, sign Brody Jr. to a contract that he'll have when he's of age. Um, and then, uh, you know, every the people donating, uh, you know, CM Punk being uh, a nice guy somehow, yeah. uh, donating all of his shirt money, Mick Foley, uh, yeah. the whole other Mick Foley thing that I would love to scream about at people, but. Um, but the, those people being great, and you know, AEW is going to take care of them. And you know, uh, Jr. took them. The the clues were kind of there beforehand. So you saw Jr. taking Brody Jr. to a Jags game, and and you know, the dark match where he won the AEW title over Kenny uh, unofficially. Like everybody just sort of blew that stuff off. Like, oh, they're just having fun. This kid's there. They decided to have fun. Um, and then there's like the. Did you see the Dark Order video where he canes the shit out of everybody? Oh, dude, I loved it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. So, you know, he's, you know, they're, they're taking care of this kid. They're doing whatever they can. Um, and, you know, they're heartbroken, too, but they know that they got to take care of this kid. And that's what Brody would have done. Uh, you know, so it's, you know, it's it's an emotional thing and it's a it's a good thing. And, you know, as sad as it is, AEW really, really left, I think, uh, wrestling in the world uh, in a better place after that show, 
I think they did they like, did a remarkable job. And I and I mean this when I say this. Like honestly, if AEW like announced tomorrow that they're done, yeah. I'd be like, you know what? You guys did your job. Right. You know, you you did your job and um like the world of wrestling and, and these people are better off for it. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. I uh, um, I tried to go buy a Brody Lee T-shirt, but the the website crashed. Um, from the amount of people that were buying them, uh, it became the number one selling uh, T-shirt on PWT. Yeah, uh, yeah, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, so it's just I, I have no complaints. Um, I could nitpick, but I'm not going to because that's not what this was about. Uh, and the nitpicking would just be wrestling related, not tribute related in any way. Yeah. Uh, and it's not worth it. It's, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a 10 out of a 10 show. Uh, I saw on easily, on, on, easily. Uh, it's the highest rated show on cage match, uh, ever. Good. Uh, it's exactly what it needed to be. Uh, nothing more, nothing less. And, uh, it was, it was sad and happy and everything, that celebrating someone's life should be. Yeah, like I, I didn't delete it off my DVR. It's yeah. there. Like normally after shows, I'll go delete it. Now right. that'll be one that I'm gonna keep it on there. You know, right. um, maybe I'll go back and watch it. Maybe, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Um, fr- friend of the show Doug is supposed to be stopping by tonight, so maybe I'll. Uh, I'll be like, hey Doug, you you want to watch something? Maybe maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Who knows? He didn't watch. Um, he didn't watch it yet. Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't talked to him yeah. about it yet. Um, we 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 messaged a little bit about like yeah. Brody, but yeah. um, you know what? Do we didn't get too into it? Um, yeah. But yeah, man, it was uh again. I I hate that it had to happen. Right. But man, they they just they did it perfect and kudos to uh to everybody involved with with that. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I I think that's all all we have to say about about it um i don't know that we need to add anything else or no i think uh so let's uh that's yeah let's let's move on to our quick quick little rundown of nxt uh which admittedly neither one of us paid any attention to no i i wrote down matches so i'll run them down um they did some things uh but i was emotionally uh not uh, not available for nxt (laughs) Uh, no, just not, not uh, you know, it, it, no fault of their own. Um, you know, I, uh, it's it just, it was just the way the cards fell and that's, that's just what it is. But that being said, we have a bunch of matches. I will go, go into them really quick. Uh, so we had, uh, opened up with Swerve versus Colossal Bronson Reed, uh, with Bronson winning, uh, Again, I literally have nothing to say about these matches, so it's basically it's just going to be a really quick run through. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, before we started recording, you were like, "Oh, what did you watch on it?" And you were naming stuff, and yeah. I'm like, "I had it on, but I don't remember." Right. You know? So match two, Fandango versus, uh, well, not Fandango, Breezango versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, Grizzled Young Veterans go over. Ever Rice comes out, wants a piece of the Grizzled Young Vets, and then they talk about the Dusty Roads tag classic coming back i guess next week or whenever i don't really know uh yeah you know i I love dusty so i I like tag wrestling uh then we get a uh what i'm calling the karate murder machine promo of uh boa and zia lee uh they've completed their training they are now murder machines and they will be debuting next week 
then we get Mercedes Martinez beating up someone in a squash whose name I did not get. Uh, and then she like ch- talks, yells at EO in, in the camera, whatever. Yeah. Uh, then we get Pete Dunn versus Roddy. Uh, Dunn wins. Uh, I tried to pay attention a little bit because I like these guys, but I just I couldn't. But Dunn at the end uh, challenges Finn. You know they're teasing him versus Finn. Sure. Then we get some fight pit hype uh, with uh, between uh, Thatcher and Champa. Uh, I like the fight pit, so we'll see what happens. And we get a Balor promo. He comes out, talks. Then O'Reilly comes out and talks. Then Karrion Cross comes out and talks. Uh, Scarlet says something, and I managed to draw my attention to the TV, and I just had the thought of Scarlet is a mistake. Um, I, she was actively bad on this show. This was the most mm. I paid attention to anything because she was so bad that I couldn't not pay attention to it. Um, just this, like overacting vaudeville um nonsense it was i i just couldn't um then priest comes out and then cross beats up priest there's a big brouhaha he throws him through the barrier uh then we get a Rhea versus raquel video package that showed them like how they sort of traveled together and hung out a lot when they were both uh coming up in in nxt and they're you know the former used to be friends but not anymore thing then we get a legato del fantasma promo which leads to them in the ring and Lucha House Party of Grand Metallic and Lince Dorado come out to challenge them for some reason. This was the this was the only thing I actually took from this show. Yeah. Because I was really thrown off by it. Uh, I was like, oh, that's all right. Well, this is, you know, an established talent that's on regular main TV. This will be a good rub for Legato, you know, to for the, the group there to, you know, I, I honestly don't even remember. I know it was... Uh, uh, Mendoza, and I'm assuming it was um, Wild as well, but I honestly don't remember. Uh, but Lucha House Party goes over for some reason. Uh, I guess this is like a 205 Live thing they're trying to cross over or something. I don't know. I don't Maybe. get it. It makes no sense to me. Why bury your talent with guys nobody cares about? But anyway, your main event is Leon Ruff versus Johnny Gargano uh, with Gargano going over. Uh, and I know nothing about the match because even at this point, I was still not not prepared and not ready to uh, to invest in whatever NXT was trying to do. Uh, again, no no fault of their own. It could be a perfectly good wrestling show. Um, even if it was, you know, even if it was the best NXT they've ever done, it would still be the lesser show to me. Yeah. Um, because AEW hit a 10 out of 10. Uh, so that's your, that's your very quick NXT rundown. If you were listening to the show for the first time for our NXT rundown, I apologize, but that's what it is, and uh, that's uh, we'll be back to normal next week. But this week, man, I don't even. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think ratings matter. I don't think who's nope. better matters. No, uh, none a, of none of it. Honestly, man. The, the only thing that mattered was that we were celebrating Brody's life uh, and doing right by his family and friends, and uh, AEW did that. NXT suffers for it, but. They can take the suffering uh, for a week. They can deal. Yeah, it was definitely one of those. Uh, you know, I, I I just didn't care what else was happening. Right. I, it just nah, no, not this week. Not this week at yeah, all. Not this week. No, sir. But if you got anything else, uh, we can uh, we can move on. Or if there's anything else you wanted to talk about regarding anything in the wrestling world as a whole. 
Um, no, nah, man, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty content. Okay. Um, it was it's been a been a week, so yeah, just kind of uh, kind of not not I don't want to say I'm worn out or anything like that, but uh, right, it's it's just that it's it's been a, it's been a week. Um, I get it. I know I know next next week I think we and we'll, you and I will talk about this week. Maybe yeah. we'll do some year end stuff for 2020. Sure. Um, I yeah. think. I think that would probably be the proper time to do it. Yeah, so. I think that's fine. Uh, I don't have anything prepared anyway, so I would just be guessing or just trying to pick <laughs> stuff off the top of my head. So we'll discuss yeah. that. But otherwise, I'm going to hit some plugs really quick uh, just yeah. so you know where to find us, where to find our friends, and uh, and that'll be that. So we're Wednesday Warpod on Twitter, Wednesday Night War Podcast on Instagram, Wednesday Night Warpod at Gmail to message the show, and WednesdayNightWarPodcast.com. We are a member of the Soon to Be Named Network at Soon to Be Named Network.com and STBN Network on Twitter. Uh, you can find our shows there. You can also find our shows at PWPonderings.com uh, under their podcast tab. Uh, they are, uh, we're a newer addition to that site, and uh, we're hoping we're getting out to a lot of people and a lot of new listeners. Thank you for listening there. Uh, as far as our friends go, you can listen to other Soon to Be Named Network shows, Longbox Heroes. Uh, as Brett mentioned before, At Odds with Wrestling uh, has a really great uh, Luke, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, uh, John Huber tribute that's worth listening. Uh, those guys are also always worth listening to, but uh, go listen to those guys. Uh, they know what they're talking about. And there's also Profane Argument, Final Wrestling Place, also with a uh, another tribute, Puzzle Warriors 3, uh, Porch Talks on Hiatus. But those guys are on the soon-to-be-named soon network. Soon to be named network.com. Um, and then some other friends of the show, the pod that dreaded sundown at pod sundown for your horror movie podcasting needs and cinema vertigogo at cinema vertigogo on Twitter for your regular movie needs. Uh, I believe this week they spent about an hour and 45 minutes bashing wonder woman, 1984, <laughs> i i can't bring myself to watch uh, it i just don't but uh <laughs> that's not neither here nor there but i uh, i saw they did an episode this week it's wonder woman 1984 and the first christopher reeve superman they do two movies a week and the episode is very long and i looked at the timestamp, and they talked for at least an hour and 45 minutes about how bad wonder woman 1984 was i might just listen to that instead of actually watching right. it <laughs> and then uh i will be on the a show coming up uh, i'll be recording it this week coming up i believe um where uh is my friend matt and chris uh i don't know any of their social media which i will write down for for myself to say on here uh once i am gonna be on the show uh i feel bad that i don't know any of it but it, they know me and this is what's to be expected um, but I will be on the A show. It is a draft show where the, where they have guests. They pick a year and a company, and they draft the best possible wrestling show. Uh, it is a very fun podcasting idea that many people have done. They've turned it into a biweekly show, and I will be on there drafting uh, WCW from 1992. Very interesting. So interesting uh, year. A very interesting year. I picked it for. Uh, two very big reasons, um, them both being that uh, neither Hulk Hogan nor Ric Flair were in the company at the time. <laughs> uh, so it makes it much harder. You have to actually think and see. They have a very large talent pool, but it's mostly people that 
did not hit their strides until a few years later, and most of which in other companies. <laughs> That's um, very true. It's very true. W- 1992 WCW is awesome, but very weird. So... So that's happening. I'll tweet that out when that happens. Um, after I record it, I'll make sure to get all that out there. Uh, personally, if you want to hit me up, I'm at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E on Twitter. Uh, we can talk comic books. We can talk wrestling. We can talk uh, movies. Uh, we can talk lots of things. Uh, I don't know. I'm there. Brett, where can they find you, pal? Uh, at BrettXEdge570 on Twitter. Um, I don't even know what I've been tweeting about lately. I, I've just been, <laughs> it's just wrestling Sixers, you know, my, my normal go-to, um, right. that's, that's what you could talk to me about. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Do it at Brett at 570. Right. Uh, if you want to, uh, go and watch some, uh, some independent wrestling, namely some, some Brody Lee matches, Go to independentwrestling.tv, um, Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. Use the promo code MORTIS. It'll get you five days for free. Um, go watch some of his old shit from Chikara because uh, there's a lot of good stuff on there that he was involved in. Yes, for sure. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think I have anything else. Um, Happy New Year, I guess. Yep, sure. Um let's hopefully leave 2020 way far in the distance um let's try to be better to to each other as human beings for the love of god please uh and um you know tell people uh tell your close ones that you love them um because you never know and uh like tim from final wrestling place said love up on your homies uh <laughs> gotta gotta do that more often so um but yeah thanks everybody for uh listening if i don't want to cut you off so if you have anything to say go ahead no pal i i got nothing spend your uh spend your five days uh free on iwtv watching Brody lee matches uh hit me up on twitter if you want to talk about sudafed and uh <laughs> well that that certainly t- <laughs> takes a turn and uh <laughs> That's it. Let's 2021 is going to be a little bit like 2020 uh, for for a little while, uh, but just keep uh, keep holding on. You know, keep keep reaching out if you need it, uh, and uh, we'll get through it hopefully together. And uh, we'll see some brighter horizons uh, later on this brand new year. Damn right, man. I uh, I I can't say it any better myself. So. Uh... Everybody, once again, thanks for listening. Be safe out there, please. And uh, pro wrestling, uh, goodbye forever. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sinarly gotta cut you down. Sinarly gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down.
Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, John, go do my will. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. You can run on.